HC podcast, JD segment. I was trying to be happy and like energetic, and then I just stopped it because I'm like, no, I'm not. That's not. That's not how I'm feeling right now. It is uh, Monday, the twenty second of August, the day after Carlton's fucked loss to uh, Collingwood in the last game of the season to get through to the finals. And we're in the top eight all season. And then last fucking game, we drop out. And, um, yeah, this has been the first year where I've probably gone for the team. And um, I've actually religiously followed him. I've been listening to, like, podcasts every week. I know all the players' names. I don't think I've ever gone for a team even in soccer, where I've known, like, more than 50% of the players' names. And, um, yeah, I was quite invested. <laughs> oh, it was actually fucked. Um, for those who don't follow, uh, didn't, didn't watch the match. It was 88,000 people at the MCG. Uh, went with the whole family. Just, just, just my family, just my close siblings and uh, parents and my girlfriend and I had to buy nine tickets so we took up half a fucking row um, pretty much on the roof of the MCG and um, yeah Collingwood we fucking hardly scored any goals in the first half Collingwood were up by about six goals or something five goals and then um and then we came back in the third quarter and scored eight goals. And then they came back and won by a point in the last quarter. And that was the most fucking crushing like feeling I've ever had, I reckon. It was crazy. It was fucking nuts. So anyway, I was trying to start a, like a podcast just before. And I was trying to be like happy and energetic. And like, oh, I'll try one of, the, one of these comedy bits that I wrote on my, on my notes but was not feeling it um yeah the chick that lives two houses down in the share house um her dad is uh the president for Galton which is um pretty cool um so they've got a um it's like a young couple they're like 21 22 and um they've got like a Labrador uh who's going to be a guide dog but they they volunteered to keep it for the first year or something, something like that. So they've got to give it back in six months. And so they just look after it and Tess and and their dog are like best friends. So um, yeah, I see them down at the park every now and every now and again. Um, Vic and I went to the park the other day, and uh, we were just sitting on the bench watching. We didn't have to do anything because Tess decided to start hurting this um. Like a border collie, but it was like double the size of hers. Like big, it was fucking huge, but it was like a bit erratic. And so Tess was like hurting that dog, and then that dog was like chasing another dog that was chasing a ball. So um, T- 
test chasing a border collie and the border collie chasing a like like a real small blue healer sort of dog i was like this old lady and she just kept on throwing the ball with her um fucking slingshotty fucking flingy stick and um and this dog would fucking you know leap in the air for the ball like big jumps and right in front of us the ball comes at like you know maybe my head height and so the dog fucking sprints jumps up in the air but the border collie behind fucking like hits the its ass as it's up in the air and this dog does a full backflip like in, real high in the air and it's just fucking it was most and just lands like clean as on his feet and grabs the ball and then just runs back like and all three dogs were like acting like nothing happened and me and Vic were like holy shit like the dude who owned the border collie was like oh his face just fucking goes like his mouth drops and the old lady was like she was a bit surprised but like she was alright she, she kind of was unfazed. <laughs> this dog fully... Like, it looked like... You know those memes of... um, With, like, the Bag Raiders song? Like... Mm, shooting stars... And it looks so... You know that one? <laughs> Alright. Never try to sing songs again on the podcast. Um, yeah, but you know those memes where, like, the fucking like a horse will just fucking start doing flips out into space or some shit. Like it looked like that, like a full, it looked like someone just pressed pause while he was jumping, like legs completely stretched out, press pause and then just pivoted it on stick man and fucking full 360 and then press play and then just lands on the ground. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. It's a good park though. I actually really like that park. Um, Pretty much lots of mutts, lots of, lots of, lots of big dogs, and they're not like, they're not your, um, you know, pure breed 14k fucking dogs. I've got nothing against small dogs, but if you cannot, like, this is, this is, this is the rule. You, you can get yourself a small dog if you want. But if you complain, when you go to the park and you complain that a big big dog or several bigger dogs are having a go, are playing rough with your small little pocket-sized dog, you are not allowed to complain. That is your fucking fault for bringing that fucking rat to a fucking park where normal fucking dogs are playing. And they're going to play the way that they're supposed to be playing because they haven't been bred to be a fucking little miniature fucking hairy fucking i don't know so i'm sorry i can get real mean when when discussing small dogs but i fucking loathe them i'm so sorry and i loathe them because they used to be fucking wolves think about that they used to be wolves and we've like like my dog now tess a border collie kelpie is still maybe like a third of the size of what a wolf is like wolves are big they're fucking big and scary and we've bred them over 10,000 years to become I was gonna say chihuahuas but uh I'm pretty sure chihuahuas have been 
native to like Mexico for like 2,000 years or something. Let me fact check that real quick. Chihuahua history. Um, yeah. A chihuahua is thought to have been derived from the techichi, a small mute dog. A mute, mute chihuahua. Fuck, that would be so much better. Fuck, they really knew what to do back in the day. A uh, small mute dog kept by the Toltec people of Mexico as long ago as the 9th, 9th century common era. So what's that? Like 1200 years ago. Something like that. Yeah, so they're pretty old. So respect to the Chihuahua for, uh, you know, staying alive. Uh, so they used to be traded and eaten. Well, sorry, mate, but... Uh, yeah. Look, there's not much good use for small dogs unless you're going to eat them. If you're going to eat them, fine, but... But yeah, the park. Every other park, they seem pretty cool. Like, they, they look cool from far away. Like, they seem uh, pretty interesting people. Like, you know, an old old dude with, like, long white hair and a ponytail. Um, you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's probably, like, a muso or something like that. And uh, he's got he's got like a dingo for a dog, so like oh yeah this guy looks seems pretty interesting. And then he comes over to you and just he's got the most annoying squeaky voice, like an American accent, and he's like kind of cooked, like he's not making much sense at all. I've already said, but like I kind of walked over to him to like hear him a little bit more. But you know those cunts where like he says something at a at like a certain Level, like volume and I can't hear it so I'm like I'm like oh sorry what was that like I'm trying to get closer and then he gets more quieter at the closer I get so I'm like it's a still like it's this exact same level of volume that's going into my ears but I'm just like closing in the distance and he's just speaking softer and softer I'm like fuck mate I'm coming closer to you to hear you can you just keep the same level and I'll probably fucking understand what you're saying he just said a couple of fucking weird things. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. And I just turned around and just pretended to fucking throw the ball for the dog or something. Um, yeah, and there's this one real, really tall, blonde uh, woman. And uh, she always wears like the same colored tracksuit, like full trackie. Um, like, and she was wearing hot pink like yesterday. And... Like she's and she's so fucking loud. There's like forty cunts at the park, and she's the only one screaming. Like she's got like the shittest fucking French bulldog fucking thing. It's like, mate, get that fucking thing away from me. It's just like coming up to. Me. I'm sitting on the ground, just chilling out, just listening to music. He's like, just comes up to me, and I'm like, oh fuck off, cunt. Like please, mate, I don't trust this fucking thing. You are. Like, all I'm seeing is a wolf and someone's just, like, put it into, like, a can of tomatoes and just squished it. Like, the cut, the nose has been squished into the dog's head. All the bones are fucked and it's it can't breathe properly. It's just, not, it's, you know, it's not getting its REM, REM sleep. It's got to do some, a little bit of mewing, I reckon. French bulldogs or a pug, whatever the fuck it was. And just it kind of stinks as as well, like you know that like they've got that smell. 
and then like you touch it and like the hair's like you know it's like a freshly shaved man i don't know man everything was wrong about it and and then this lady's like oh bilby or bilbo flippy flippy come here oh sorry he's a bit annoying oh my and just she's walking in just fucking yelling at everyone and i'm bilby come here bilby bilby over here you silly duffer bilby oh do, do you know what she's like she's like that um that character from uh chris lily's new sh- new show lunatics the um the ex porn star or something <laughs> dude that's actually that lady holy fuck like she's got bright pink lipstick like bleached blonde hair and she's massive she's like a basketballer and just like she's got really expensive shoes on and just thinks the whole world revolves around her and a fucking shitty dog that's like coming up to random cunts at the park going please please fucking slit my throat please i can't fucking breathe i'm breathing just enough so to survive but i just i just want to go 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 oh i'm so sorry for everyone I've just made that noise. That sucks. Um, Alright, change the subject. Uh, Vic and I had to go and help out uh, my uh, my uh, Indian mate, Was- Wasim, who's... Um, I'm going to get him on the podcast at some point because he's a, he's a funny bloke. Um, so we met him, my family met him when Matthew was like... What was Matthew, like seven? So maybe seven years ago? No, Matthew's not fourteen. Fuck. This eight, it was eight years ago. Oh, Matthew would have been ten years old. Um. Yeah. Uh. So across the road from us in Preston, um, there was like a share house full of Indian blokes, and a share house full of Indian blokes. Alright, count the amount of bedrooms there are, and now triple that. And that'll be the amount of Indian blokes that live in that share house. <laughs> They're fucking hilarious. They could, they cram their share houses. They've come sleeping on the kitchen floor. They've come sleeping in the in the bathtub. They're so funny. Every time I'd go over to Wasim's house, he'd be like, "Oh, you know, you're literally just like stepping over mattresses." And then you go into the kitchen, and there's like seven cunts making dinner. <laughs> and they're all fighting over it. like there's like seven different curries being made. And then, holy shit, it is the best fucking food in the world. There's nothing better than a shit house full of Indian students who have all fucking come over to Australia with their dad's money because they're all their dads are like successful like farmers and paid twenty grand per year or no, actually it's, it's more, isn't it? It's like double, so forty grand per year for their sons to come to Australia, Melbourne to study fucking IT. Little do they know that they're here fucking going to um, ABC. Wait, is it Asian? Yeah, Asian Beer Cafe in the city. Getting pissed as a, on Bollywood nights on Tuesdays and uh, fucking literally living here just for the cricket, just to play cricket and try to try to make it professionally. They've all got their dreams of making it professionally in Australia. <laughs> it's so funny. But anyway, Wasim was... Um, he was like the diehard cricketer in that share house across the road. So he'd be out the front, like literally playing cricket all day, just in the driveway. And then Matthew just became mates with him and just like 
who Matthew was getting into um, into cricket as well. So you just go outside after school straight away and just bowl to this random 22-year-old Indian dude. And they'd just literally be out there like all fucking night just bowling and cricket and like batting and shit. And um, <laughs> pretty funny. That's, so that's how we met Wasim. And Matthew just brings over his Indian, 22-year-old Indian mate. And that comes through the house like, oh, hello, I'm Wasim. Like, oh, hey, mate, how you going? And then slowly became mates with him. And then after a few months, that house got um, sold or something. So they all got kicked out pretty much. And then mum was like, yeah, you can live with us if you want. So the gun, <laughs> you, you can live with us until, you, you know, you find a place. And so he lived with us for eight months. <laughs> and that's how we got to know Wasim. So I was... I was uh, uh, maybe 16, 17, um, 16 probably, 15, 16. And um, yeah, having this older Indian fella, older big brother, uh, Indian bloke living with us for eight months. And he pretty much lived rent-free because he cooked for us nearly every night. And he would help out mum with like babysitting and stuff like that. And, um, and then, you know, he was studying and shit. But yeah, rent free for a little bit, and um, yeah, he cooked dinner for us every single night, and it was the best food, like incredible. Yeah, you, you know, your goat curries and your fucking lamb curries, and he's he's Muslim and he's pretty you know hardcore Muslim. Well, not extremist, but <laughs> he's you know hardcore Muslim. Like he prays every every morning and every night. Um, he wouldn't. He's never touched alcohol. Uh, and yeah, everything's got to be halal, halal meat. So I, I guess it's not hardcore; it's just a proper, proper Muslim. Um, so yeah, and then they were the months where we got to know about Muslim culture, and uh, it was at a time when there was a lot of anti-Muslim shit going around. So that was a pretty cool. Yo, sorry, I uh, that was recorded on Monday, and um, one of Vic's mates, Jesse came over so i just paused the podcast but uh it's thursday now and i pulled it back out um <clears throat> i just listened back to it a little bit to remember what i was saying so wasim is our indian mate and uh we had to go and help him that day to um him and his his uh housemate because um, his housemate was doing an experiment for a very like i think he's doing a thesis or I don't know some research thing for for uni for um, footprints, but like it's like using your unique like fingerprint, but for your foot, for the very specific scenario for like thieves and like criminals and shit. If they they're not wearing any shoes or socks on, <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty specific. Like, when, when would that really be useful? He's like, oh, like like. Like I'm thinking like junkies or some shit. They're like running around with no feet, no no shoes, and um. Uh, and he's like, oh nah. Like sometimes people um, uh, like to to climb up, like to go into someone's house, like they climb up the the downpipe to get into like a window and on the second story. I'm like oh yeah, it's like yeah. So a lot of them like would take their shoes and socks off, like for grip. To climb up the downpipe, and then you know, we're, and if they're like running around the house and they like, you know, 
if we want to come in and get some forensics on the on the on the ground and find some fingerprints, some feet prints, some toe prints, then we can uh you know work shit out. Oh yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> so um, uh, Vic and I had to put our feet in like a bucket of ink, and uh, and walk across this like these panels or something and the panels were like recording at the pressure of our feet and then the f- the feet prints and like how fast we were walking how, like how the feet change if we were like carrying 10 kilograms or something like that and then was him and his mate are like oh like do, do, do you know any more females like we need more feet female feet i was like oh how, how many how many do you need all up it's like oh two <laughs> i'm like oh yeah like fix one like yeah, yeah can you call your sister like uh like give Emily a call she's like nah sorry I'm at, I'm, stu- I'm studying I'm like nah sorry she can't make it like oh like we really need, need to get this done I'm like boys like do you not know one single female in this city <laughs> like they're relying on me to like find all the, f- the female feet for, for them so I was just like fuck it oh boys thank fuck for arranged marriages eh and they're both like yeah I know yes. <laughs> So I assume just got married um uh maybe nine months ago, I think. Can't remember. But he went back to India. That was supposed to be the the time that we were all planning our family was gonna plan to go to India for a holiday. We're just gonna try to like make it for when Wasim gets married. But he got married during COVID, so we couldn't go, but doesn't matter. He's gonna bring his so he's here in Melbourne, but his wife's still over there. Um and he's just bought a house and he's gonna bring his wife. I don't even know her name. He just calls her his wife. <laughs> Apparently, she's really nice. But yeah, arranged marriages. That's fucking crazy. That's that's your mum and your dad, but mostly your mum. If you're a boy, it's mostly your mum going around trying to find a woman that's suitable for you. That's your mum's job. She's going out hunting. She's going hunting. Hunting for your next wife. Would you trust your mum? With hunting for your next wife? I don't know. I don't know, but... I don't know, that's what they do. That's what they do in India. And a lot of fucking places, actually. Like, we forget that. That's like... There is a quite a large portion of the human race... That has arranged marriages. Like, can't, we've got, like, fucking Tinder... On our phones, but... In India... Like... Their mum's in charge of their Tinder... Oh, I love humans. We're all so fucking nuts. Um, so yeah, Vic and I, we've been planning to go. So Vic goes, all right, for your birthday, um, what do you want for your birthday? Do you, do you want like an experience? Like, should we go like, get like a bungalow somewhere out in the bush? Or, um, or do, do you want like a day at the snow? I'm like, fucking day at the snow. Like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, that sounds amazing. Like a day at the snow, like... You know, let's go like let's let's go snowboarding. Fuck yeah, let's get like lift passes. Let's go snowboarding. We'll borrow some snowboards. Whoever wants to come, like you know, um, you know, I'll ask I'll ask the boys if whoever wants to come with us. We're going on a Friday, take the day off work. So I asked Josh. Josh is like, yeah, yeah, probably. And then I'm like to Vic, all right, well, you know, if Josh is coming, Josh is, Josh goes snowboarding quite a bit. Like I, you know, I've gone snowboarding for like two weeks in Switzerland. Um, years ago but like you know I surf and I skate pretty much every day I skate every day I don't surf every day 
but like you know I, I feel like after the first 40 minutes I would kind of pick it up again and Vic's never ever been to the snow so she's never snowboarded and she's been skating a little bit since she's met me um, but she's never surfed and I was like oh yeah Vic, Vic just make, make sure you know you ask ask you know try to bring a friend who um is will probably be on on the same level as you like get someone else who would be a a beginner and she's like why i'm like what she's like why i'm like what and we just had a fucking argument because she's like why do you think that you're going to be better than me why do you assume that you're going to be better than me at snowboarding what why do you think i can pick it up i'm like well because you've never fucking done it cunt she's like well you don't know that like I, I could be pretty good like i could just pick it up straight away i'm like yeah maybe but like you know what if what if you fall every like five minutes and you start getting a really sore bum and you're like i can't be bothered and then i'm like oh, i kind of you know it's my birthday i kind of want to go down the slopes a little bit quicker maybe i don't know i'm just keeping the possibilities open and um and so anyway she's like you know, we're fucking having an argument. Like, no, I, I thought, you know, it would just be, you know, you and me. Like, it'd be fun. I'm like, I could bring some friends. But then, anyway, so tomorrow we're just going me and Vic. <laughs> but not because I lost that fight. But because no one could come with us. And also, I thought, fuck it, let's just bring some weed with us. And get real stoned. And I've also really hurt my ribs. So, uh, in soccer last night, I fucking... I don't know, my, my ribs are so sore, so I'm, prob- I'm probably evened out to the same level as Vic. Probably. It just it fucking hurts every time I laugh. It hurts so fucking much. It's cooked. So tomorrow, pretty much, my only rules are no falling over and no laughing. So... So I've just got to be really professional and, like, you know, head down. No laughing, no silly business, just try not to fall over but with weed i don't know man i feel like i'm going to be coming home with some sore ribs from falling over and laughing i feel like it's going to be the other way around um so i just came back onto this pod just to make it a little bit longer because i thought 18 minutes or something was too small um all right see cunts fucking love you and always remember that there will be a solar flare in the next 10 years and it will cut out all power to Earth. So uh, be wary of that.